we are back with another episode of DTV, the Digital Transformation Channel. My name is Layla Medeiros. I am the CMO of InfoStretch and very excited today to bring you Michael Krigsman, who is the uh, founder and host of CXO Talk um, and also an expert at innovation and topics when it comes to digital disruption. So Michael, welcome to DTV. Layla, thank you so much. It's really an honor to be here. I can't wait to chat with you. Yep. And Michael, can you tell us a little bit about what CXO Talks is and also perhaps your journey um, when it comes to becoming one of the top industry influencers in, in IT and digital transformation? CXO Talk is a web-based video interview show where I speak with top voices, top business leaders in business and technology. The general focus is how these business leaders are managing through our disruptive environment. Right. And you've, you've talked to a number of, of big shots at uh, some of the top organizations. So I'm curious um, in when it comes to their efforts to transform digitally, what are you seeing as any differences across the types of industries that they're in? And sort of further to that question, what are some of the key factors that you would say um, can make or break a successful digital transformation effort, especially for a company of that size? Layla, when we talk about digital transformation, let's break it up into a couple of pieces. Number one is we have the, the actual change, the execution that's going to take place. So maybe there's a business model change. Maybe customer, as I said before, maybe customer expectations are changing. So we need to talk about that. And then we have to talk about what is the company doing? How are they responding to these changes? I think the common thread is to recognize that although digital transformation has that term digital, really we're talking about a business change. How we work together, how we share information across departments, organizations, and silos. For many companies, that's hard, and it involves a cultural change, a cultural a cultural transformation, a shift in mindset. And as I talk with business leaders across many different or di different uh, industries, that cultural change really is the common thread that I see that these business leaders express to me. Right. And we're seeing a lot of that uh, also here at InfoStretch, where it's not a matter of dealing with disparate tools or technologies that need to work together. It's about departments um, evolving and being able to work together um, with a common goal. And that's, you know, that's a, that's a process um, and a change that's necessary. Um, we work with a number of different organizations, both, you know, Fortune 500s and um, early stage or digital first companies, if you will. And what we are trying to do is also help them evolve by implementing automation as well as eventually AI and machine learning. And one of the things that we are experiencing or we're seeing is that often digital first companies are way ahead of the game and they are implementing AI and machine learning and so on and so forth. But um, do, you, do you see 
large enterprises um, at that point where they can um, implement AI technologies, or are they still, you know, striving to get to a point where they can leverage automation, or, or you know, um, even change some of their processes to even get to that point right now? Well, I think there's always, it's, as you say, Leila, it's a process. Right. And so these companies are always striving to, the smart ones anyways, are always striving to improve. When it comes to AI, there have been lots of proofs of concept, lots of trial projects. And that does take time because it involves process change, as, as, again, as, as you said, very often when implementing new technology, the process change can be the most difficult part. And that's true whether it's AI or any other technology that involves changing how people work. When it comes to AI specifically, I think the market is maturing in, in a very positive way. So rather than, or I think lessening, there's lessening of the sense of AI as the holy grail, this, right. this new shiny thing that is going to solve all of our problems. Right. And AI is now being embedded into processes. Almost every software vendor that you talk with is touting AI as you know their great marketing thing of the moment. Right. But when you get right down to it, the core, the underlying processes, whatever it might be, whether it's say purchasing or CRM or financials, whatever it might be, these underlying processes are not changing simply because AI makes an appearance. Right, so you have to make sure that the processes are in place and working before you start automating and adding um, artificial intelligence on top of that. So that makes a lot of sense and, and, and we see the same thing as well. Um, Michael, you've written a lot of articles about the topic of um, innovation and you have a, a unique view on, on this area. Can you tell us a little bit about um, any predictions you may have on what's coming uh, or what's the next wave of, of disruptive innovation? I think right now a huge focus is going to be on customer experience. Mm -hmm. Digital transformation was a refocusing of the business based around digital. And if we say digital, that implies technology. Customer experience takes the next leap. Customer experience talks about the ultimate set of business outcomes and submerges the technology to be the enabler of those outcomes. And by looking at the world through the eyes of our customers, we have a real, a very solid reference point for making decisions. What should we do with our business? What, how should we innovate. For almost all companies, we're not AI first companies. We should be customer first companies. And then AI is one of the important tools in our arsenal to help become more responsive to customers, to do a better job for our customers. But customer experience, I think for many companies is going to be the next wave of important innovation from a business standpoint. Right. And and that's actually, you know, in my case, very true. I'm in marketing and we are, um, you know, continuing to focus on customer centric activities. And 
on that note, I'm curious with with these types of organizations, what are they doing to extract um, information about the customer experience? Like I know I get surveys a lot from different organizations and I never respond to them. So what have you come across any new initiatives or processes for the organization, not just the people who are in the front line or in the field, to understand how the customer is um, evolving and experiencing their solution? Most of the world is not a software as a service provider. And so for companies that have stores, certainly questionnaires. And if we think about, say, Uber or Lyft, say, say Lyft, for example, when you are done with your ride, they pop up a questionnaire. I guess Uber does the same thing. You know, how many stars would you rate that? So that's a, a real-time kind of feedback that avoids survey fatigue, as you were describing earlier. I think looping in the Salesforce, pretty much anytime you have customers that are face, or I'm sorry, anytime you have employees who are facing customers and talking with customers, those employees can become an excellent source of intelligence about what's working and what's not. I think the moment that we make assumptions about what the customer likes or doesn't like without backing it up with data, we're on a very slippery slope because at that point, our individual idiosyncrasies and our individual biases come into play. And so however you gather this data, it must be backed by real life, real life data. And on that note, a lot of cases, uh, as, you, as you may have seen, um, are failed solutions or failed products and the customer doesn't come back, uh, especially in the digital world. So um, much as much of your research has delved into the causes of uh, failed IT projects, um, can you offer any advice to uh, CIOs on how they can prevent failure or what you've seen as effective preventative measures? Everything your business does should be oriented around what makes life better for customers. That's a crucial point. Yeah, because you can lose them much, much faster than before. There's so much competition. There's so yeah. much information that's available. And that's why customer experience is really, I think, going to be the next phase beyond digital transformation. It's for this, this set of reasons. But coming back to your question about why IT projects fail, the key thing, if you're a CIO, is to first off be crystal clear about what it is you're buying, can you make the project simpler, faster, shorter, break it up into pieces? And if you're hiring a system integrator, be clear, what are the skills? Who am I actually hiring? What experience do they have? So it's all of those things. It's complicated, and then that's why these projects are hard. Excellent. Well, this was great. I appreciate your time, um, Michael, and we hope to have you again on DTV. Um, this concludes this episode of DTV. If you are interested um, in joining the show or talking about digital transformation, please don't hesitate to email us at dtv at infostretch.com. We would be very excited to have you on the program. Thank you very much.